0: Do you dream about being your own boss? Do you know that you have what it takes to make that leap and leave your job and support yourself with just your art? Do you know that? And you know that that's part of it, but you have, you have something holding you back, right? If, if you feel that way, keep listening i'm gonna try to help you out if you're like me you love being an artist waking up every day making art for a living let me ask you something do you ever wish that you had more time to do the things that you really want to do you know those things that you dreamed of when you started your business how about having the time and the money to invest in those awesome new tools skills or that dream class or maybe finally working on that project or piece that you've been waiting to make and never seem to find the time for. If this sounds like you, then you're in the right place. Join me on my quest to help jewelers and artists free themselves from the time and money traps running an art based business creates. My name is Mark Farrell and welcome to The Jewelers Philosophy. What's up, everybody? I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler. Welcome to the Jewelers Philosophy Podcast. Today, I want to talk a little bit about having issues with starting, right? And specifically starting in the sense of wanting to leave your job and go out on your own and be your own boss, start your own thing, everything like that. Now, it's interesting because I put up an episode a little while ago about this topic and it was about making that jump and being able to trust that you can make that jump and that you can land with your feet on the ground, right? And it was really great. And I've gotten a lot of DMs, a lot of messages, a lot of emails, stuff like that from people that are saying that, you know, it was really impactful and how great it was and that, but but they're still working their nine to five and there's still something that's holding them back. Right, and I was talking to a good friend of mine. I was thinking about it, and I just sent him this message. And I, I I'm gonna share what I was saying with you. Uh, I'm gonna share with you what I had said to him. And the thing that was interesting about this was, as I was talking to him, he said, "You know, he's working his nine to five, and it's paying his bills, and he's doing this, that, and the other thing, and you know, but he's got a, um, he's got kids and a wife and, and everything, and he's got all these different things, and he's got to keep it all in check." You know, he said that he was having a hard time saving the money to make that leap. Right? And that he was having a hard time because uh, with kids, if you don't have kids and you don't have a wife, you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you do, you know exactly what I'm talking about. right? When you're the one that everybody is depending on to bring the money in, to be secure, to keep food on their plate and in their belly and a uh, roof over their head, that's a lot to wear on your shoulders as a burden. And, and I know that firsthand. I have a wife. I have three kids. I know, I know what that's like, right? Now, I was lucky that when my wife and I started Buffalo Craft and when we really started driving hard for it and really making it what we really wanted it to be, we didn't have kids. But when it actually started manifesting into what I wanted it to be, we did. So we have kids. Our oldest is four. Our youngest is one. And the thing that's crazy is that with them now, that was really the big catalyst for me to make this really big jump and this big iconic shift into what I'm doing now and kind of leave a little bit behind of what I was doing and kind of being a slave to what was coming my way, right? I stopped being on the lazy river and grabbing whatever came my way job-wise, customer-wise, stuff like that. I stopped all that stuff and I started being a hunter. I started going out and grabbing the people that I wanted and grabbing the things that I wanted in business and people, customers, clients, clients, markets, whatever, right? I'm grabbing that and now I'm going out and I'm seeking that stuff out instead of kind of aimlessly grabbing what's coming my way. Now, the thing that's crazy is that when I was talking to my friend, right, he said he was like, look, he's like, you know, I'm still doing it, but I'm still, I got some holdups, right? My kids, my wife, my money is kind of going in all these other different directions. I'm having a hard time saving to be able to have that nut to kind of go and do what I need to do, right? And instead, I'm You know the money seems like it's it's kind of falling through the cracks right and it can be going anywhere if you're the sole provider or even if you're not the sole provider and your spouse is helping or has a job or something like that right there's more than one person spending the money. And it always comes down, in my experience, it's come down to, you know, back when my wife was all worried about where the next meal was going to come from and where, you know, she didn't want to have our kids be sleeping on the street. And I I was like, look, I'm not going to let that happen, right? I'm not going to live on the street. I don't want to do that, right? I've been down and out. I know what that's like. I don't want to go back. I grew up in a house that, you know, I would come home and there was no power because our power got shut off, right? There was no phone because the phone bill got shut off. I remember, you know, we ran out of of, um, oil for our furnace, right? One time. And it was terrible. We had to wait like three days and we didn't have a fireplace. We didn't have any of this. And it was awful. My mom was trying to call everybody, right? She didn't think it was that low and she didn't have the money to pay for it. Right? I don't want that. I don't want that for my kids. I never want them to feel that way. I never want to feel that way ever again. It's horrible. If you're in that mindset, I know what it's like to not want to go back. And that's been a huge driver for me and my business and my family. Right. But the thing that I got to say and the thing that I told my friend was, look, if you know in your heart of hearts in here that you are supposed to be something different than what you are, you're not supposed to be an employee, right? You're not supposed to be a technician. You're not supposed to have a salary cap, right? That's what it is. When you have a job, you have a salary cap. People are looking at you and they're telling you this is what you're worth, And you're not worth anything else. doesn't matter that you may be the jeweler at this jewelry store like this guy, right? You may be that person and you may be making the majority of their money for them. But they don't see it that way. And the problem is they don't care, right? They don't care the way you care. And so if you are one of the people that knows in your heart of hearts that you are supposed to be in business for yourself, for your own product. For you, you need to be able to look at yourself and say, look, I trust me. And you need to be able to have the guts to jump. Now, I'm not saying that you don't need to have the money, right? Because you do and you need to have some sort of money, but you don't need as much as you think that you do. Unless you have a no compete at your job, you can start your own thing. You don't have to compete with them. You don't even have to advertise with them. You can start a different entity. You can do all kinds of stuff. Okay? You don't need to worry about that. Now you can't break a no compete. That's where a lot of the, the stores get you, which is bad. And if you're a jeweler, don't take a job that signs a note that you have to sign a no compete if that's not what you're looking for. If you ultimately want to do your own thing, make sure that you have an upside to what you're trying to do so you can actually go and have that upside. All right? And so what I told him was, look, with your wife and your kids and stuff like that, you got to have a conversation. And it's probably going to be uncomfortable. Here goes. Listen, if you trust in yourself and you know that you are destined, that you have it in you to go and do your own thing and be make your own art-based business and wrap a real business entity around your art. Number one, you need to get good information, which we're trying to provide for you. And number two, you need to have a heart-to-heart with the people that also that are depending on you. It's not just your decision, right? But you need to help convince them and show them the light and be in your boat. I know this firsthand. I went through this with my wife both before we had kids and after we had kids. It's not easy. It's super hard, in fact. But the thing is, is that you owe it to yourself to have this uncomfortable conversation because that other person may not know what's happening. For me, it came into telling my wife that I was like, look, I need this. I need more capital. I need more money. I need more time. I need more whatever, right? And I'm, I, and I'm in control of that, but you also have access to it. So we had this heart to heart and it came down to talking about spending habits. Now at the time, I wasn't spending much money except for things in the business, which accounted for a lot of money, right? But I justified that by saying, okay, I'm spending this money on the business. I'm spending it to make it, right? I need to buy the gold and buy the diamonds, buy the material to actually be able to make and manufacture my product, right? I need to buy this tool so I can free up more of my time so I can spend more time helping you and the kids and the house and everything else like that. Right? So it was a win win. You can't go into it saying this is gonna be me versus you, right? I'm right, you're wrong. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're, you know, I'm smart, you're dumb. That's not what this is about. That's not what I'm advocating. What I'm telling you is you need to have a good conversation. No yelling, no screaming, no finger pointing, no anything like that, but you need to talk to these people. You need to talk to your spouse. You need to talk to your significant other. You need to talk to these people that also are depending on you because 10 to 1, the reason that you're having a hang-up is because they have a hang-up. You may not have a hang-up and if you were not tied down or had a wife and kids and stuff like that, you may be making different choices. If this sounds like you, raise your hand, right? That's me. Like man, if I didn't have to if I didn't have anybody else depending on me, I would be making vastly different decisions. They would be almost the exact same decisions. I would just be making them rapid fire because I would be able to afford the falls and the pitfalls and the failures and everything else like that. In the last 2 years, I've been able to run a lot faster because I've had a lot of these conversations with my wife. I've really sculpted and I'm trying to really put into her head what I'm trying to do, but the only way that I can do that is to get it out of my mouth. Right? The thing that we find the thing that I've found that most of us lose sight of is that you know with our art and everything, we're trying to make this tangible good and we're trying to get what's up in here out so people can understand it. The problem is is that a lot of times they may get that one message, but they don't wrap their whole head around everything that we're trying to do. And if this sounds like something that may be happening to you as well, right? I mean as an artist, as a community, as somebody that wants to do this or is doing this, right, you know exactly what I'm talking about you need to have the support of the people around you okay but you don't need the support from everybody around you in other ep- other episodes i said if people don't like it don't tell them about it Right? It doesn't matter. You don't need their approval. But there are a few people that need your approval. And these people are the people that depend on you. If you have those people, you owe it to them and you owe it to yourself to talk to them and let them know. You have to let them in up here. You can't be afraid of telling them what you're trying to do. If you're trying to change the world, you have to tell them. You have to let them know. You got to get them on board. And I know it's not easy. I've been working on this with my wife, but I'm here to tell you that a year and a half, two years later, she's now in this. And when I start doubting it or when I start feeling like maybe it's not right, she's tells, she snaps me out of it. And she's like, listen, she's like, you are Mark Farrell. You are Mark Farrell, the jeweler, and you are trying to change the world. You are helping people. You are trying to change what's happening and teach people how to think right? She's, she's always been my biggest cheerleader, but now she's cheering me on for more of the messaging that I'm trying to do, more of the content that I'm trying to put out. And it's really the guts of what I'm really trying to do. She knows I'm a great jeweler. She doesn't have any problems with that, but she did stop trying to tell me, listen, we need this right now. We need that. She trusts that I know if she says, look, we're having a light month, we've got to generate more that I'll go out and do that. And maybe that's what you need too. You need to have that dependability partner, but you need to be open about what it is. You can't just keep it all inside and just keep trying to scrimp and save because it's just, it's going to be really, really tough, right? Dollar values are changing dramatically right now in the world. The money that we are making is not going to be the same value in a few months. You need to be doing, you need to be taking steps now. That's why I always say it's a build. Start starting. You've got to start somewhere, whatever that may be. You got a thousand bucks, you can open an LLC. That's step one. Now you've got an entity. You've actually got a business. And now you can start putting things into the business. You can buy tools and put it into the business. You can start building the credit with the business. You can have a website and start building that with it. You can start small. You don't need to leave what you're doing now or with your job. But you do need to start thinking about building a different engine. Right? Think about when you walk. If you only have one leg, you're hopping. You're not offsetting your balance, right? But when you're walking, you sway back and forth. It's the same thing when you're building a business, right? This foot over here, your left foot, that's the job that you've got now, that's your dependability, that's your paycheck, that's your that's your status quo, that's your, you know, what's paying your bills. But your right foot, right? That's your business foot. That's the foot that you're going all in on. So you take one step on the left, you gather some income and then when you hit that right foot, you start reinvesting, redistributing, re, you know, you know putting putting things in place Because all those little steps add up to something huge and you can always go back. I always told my wife, I said, look, we're never not going to have a house because if something happens in our business, Buffalo craft goes under any of the other ventures that I've got start dwindling or something happens, I'm not above going back and getting a job. I am happy to do that if that's what I need to do. Now I'm going to exhaust every single avenue first and I'm going to bring us all the way down to bottom but I'm not going to let us lose anything. I know that I can go and get a job being a jeweler anywhere in the country and I can do it for fifty to $70,000 a year. I know that, okay? That's what I'm worth in the open market as, as a technician. But as an entrepreneur, I can make so much more money. My ceiling is uncapped. It's all blue skies, guys. And it's the same for you, but you have to believe it. And if you already believe it, but you've got somebody else that you have to think of, Not your parents, not your grandparents, not a boss, not a friend, nothing like that. I mean, people that depend on you, your wife, your kids. That's pretty much it, all right? Your wife and kids. If you don't have wife and kids, stop listening to this right now. Take all the available funds that you've got and go and start a business. Start an LLC, open up a bank account, start a website, and start putting stuff out right? I'm not telling you to quit your job right now. I'm saying take all these little tiny micro steps until it's big enough when they're both running side by side and you don't need that other job anymore. But if you wait, if you wait, like so many of us wait, if you wait, like so many of us wait and you wait for that perfect time, guys, I'm here to tell you there is no perfect time for anything. There's no perfect time to start a family. There's no perfect time to quit your job. There's no perfect time to start a new venture. There's no perfect time, right? I did all of this stuff that I'm doing now. I did all of this at the beginning of COVID. Now, I didn't plan for that. I was already going to do all this, but I built a structure that I had three months that I could start a lot of this stuff happening, right? And then it was COVID and it just blew my my timeline way out, all right? But listen, I haven't gone back right? Because I see merit in what I'm doing and I know it's the way to go. And so if that's the way that you feel, start doing micro steps right with this podcast. I originally started this podcast on Instagram. I logged 51 hour live episodes, 30 of which were interviews with other artists and jewelers. I just started. You got to start. The start is something that is real. And until you start it, it's not real. As soon as you start, then you've got something to show other people. So if you've got a thousand dollars extra, Go open up an LLC Don't open up a general partnership Or a sole proprietorship It's garbage right LLC or S Corp All the way 100% You create a veil That's a different episode We'll talk about that later But for right now Right Make those small steps Get a website Get a free one Go on Squarespace Go on Shopify Go on something like that Start an Etsy site I don't care Right You have an Instagram You've got a Facebook That's all you need The landscape has changed so much I mean people are making millions Out of their garage I mean shit. I'm in my garage right now. No joke. Garage. Hello. Listen, what I'm saying is You just have to go, you just have to start, take the micro steps, it's totally worth it and then once you have 10, 15, 20, 30, 100 of these micro steps and you got the bank account out of the way, you got the entity out of the way, you got the website out of the way, you got that other stuff out of the way, you got the work, you got the bench, you got the stuff, you got the tools, you got the know-how, you have a friggin' business. Now it's not so hard to make that leap, it's the build. You know, I talked about the in, in an earlier episode about jumping off of a cliff, and that's good, right? That's really good. But I'm gonna build, I'm gonna paint a different picture, right? Now, instead of coming up to that hill and or coming up to that cliff and saying, I gotta jump or not, now you're saying, I want to jump. You wanna go base jumping. I wanna go base jumping for real. I actually do. I wanna go skydiving, base jumping. I wanna, I wanna do it. I wanna try it. I think it's gonna be awesome, right? But if you're gonna go base jumping, right? And you're nowhere. You're just out in in nature, but you have one tool, right? You have a backhoe. Now listen, a backhoe is not tall enough to make a base jump hill, but you can build a bigger hill. So what do you start doing? You start mounding up dirt, right? And those are your micro steps. Every bucket is a little micro step until you've got something like a skyscraper. And once you start building that up, you're like, you know what, but I want to go deeper. So you start digging out a hole. So now you built up on top and you dug out on the bottom and you're using the dig out to put up on top, right? And now you've got this big, huge massive a mile down that you could jump off of. You built your jump point. You built your diving board. That's what I'm talking about. You want to make that jump? Build the possibility into your framework. Build the possibility into your schematic. Build your own possibility. That's what it's about. You build it and then you take the plunge. Because at that point, it's all gravy, baby. You don't have to worry about it. If you've been doing all these little micro steps as you go when it comes time to jump you know you've got what it takes you've already built this huge monstrosity of a thing that you can now climb up on top of and that you can take the leap from you're building it you're building the platform you're building the landing gear you're building all these things but you've got to go and start it and it doesn't take a lot of money it's a little bit here and there you can put your sweat equity in it and you should right? You can do it. I know you can do it. I know you can do it because I can do it and I'm not special. I'm hopelessly average. I just believe in myself more than most people. I believe I can do it. I don't let myself quit. I don't let myself down. I don't let myself get inside my own head. I don't let it happen. I own that. This is mine. I get to choose what it is. I get to choose what's up inside my head. I don't like it when I tell myself I don't like it, so I just don't do that. I take little tiny steps and those little tiny steps add up to be something huge. Every time your wheel rolls on your car, you go one circumference closer to where you're going. That's how you move thousands and thousands of miles. That's how it happens. One roll at a time. They add up. They give you traction, they give you distance, they give you velocity, they give you momentum. Start starting. Every little bit counts. If you just keep plugging away, ripping a little piece off of that, putting a little piece back on, by the time you do it, you're going to have a giant wad of information of business and structure and everything else like that. But you got to start. Don't be waiting for everything to come at one time. It's not going to happen. You don't start a trip till all the stoplights are green, do you? Heck no. You get going, and when you get stopped, you figure it out. Same thing. Don't think it's different. It's not. It's exactly the same. Thanks, everybody. This has been The Jeweler's Philosophy. I'm Mark Farrell, The Jeweler. I will see you guys next time. And go start little baby steps, baby. That's the way it happens. It's magic. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. I want to thank you for joining me today and listening to this episode. I know how hectic running and growing an art-based business can be. And you choosing to spend part of your day here listening to my thoughts, that means the world to me. I hope you found some gems or nuggets you could use and implement in your own business. We're all working towards the same goal, to make more art and have more of an impact on the world. The sharing of knowledge is the key. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone else who could benefit from it as well. So I've been working on something that's pretty special, and I'd love to give you access as a thank you theories and stories are great to listen to though i know there's so much more i can do to help you on your journey here's what i'm gonna do go to pages.buffalocraft.com resources there you'll get free access to my professional rolodex this is something i've been compiling and developing over the past 10 years this is my way of saying thank you and remember together we can all be better